You are now listening to Tuck Gidget's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jujitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a brown belt who trains at Voyage Martial Arts located in St. Clair Shores, Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, Lear Kirkland. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, brother? How you doing today? Good, man. That's good. Like I Glad said, I, I appreciate you doing this for me, man. Because I was, you know, once I got this started and like, just seeing your energy on Facebook, and I was like, "Man, I gotta get him on here." <laughs> like, I was hunting. I was like, "Please let he let him say he he gonna do this, man," because I had to get you on here, dude. Oh yeah, man. Of course, I'm 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 honored, man. Honestly. Yeah, man. This is this is gonna be fun. So um so yeah so just um if you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit more thoroughly, let the people know who uh who you are. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Lear Kirkland. Uh, been training jiu-jitsu about what seven years now. Uh, like I said, uh, brown belt. Um, love it. Try to train every day I can. Um, it's pretty much, you know, on the surface, that's that's pretty much all there is. <laughs> that's why I let the people know. <laughs> right. It's just, hey man, straight to the point, man. That's what it is. So you said, yeah. how you said how long you been training? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Wow. So is yeah. this? Is this like the only martial art that you that you've been training? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, primarily jujitsu. When I first started out, I did a little bit of kickboxing at the first gym I trained at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did you know kickboxing and jujitsu, but like uh, I don't know, jujitsu's always had my heart. You know, all the other arts, I tried a little bit of Muay Thai, a little bit of boxing, and you know, it just wasn't the same as uh, doing jujitsu. So jujitsu's been the the main thing. Yeah, and. I guess I can say the same for me because I've tried, you know, MMA gyms. I've tried, like, um, a form of, like, karate gyms and stuff like that. But I don't know what it is about jujitsu that, like, just just grabbed a hold and just, like, yeah, bro, you you in this mm-hmm. life. Like, I didn't yeah. – I never felt that with any, like, any other martial art either, so. Right. There's something special about it, man. I don't I can't tell you exactly what it is, but it just, like, I don't know. It, it, it hits something in your soul, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you, you compete, correct? Uh, yeah, I try to compete as often as I can. So, you know, how so? How um, I guess, do you remember how many competitions you've done so far? Oh man, I I wish I kept track of that. That's probably like uh, that would have been really cool to know. You know, as far as when I started up until this point, how many competitions I've done, like win loss record and all that. But I kind of just liked the. Uh, I don't know. I enjoy the the journey, but uh, I would say I definitely competed over like I don't know, say twenty, twenty, thirty times. Wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So with me, um, you know, literally the 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 that tournament that um we kind of quote unquote met at was literally like my very first tournament I've ever done, mm. and. I kind of swore off turn like doing competitions before you know before I did that one, but like after that tournament, I was like, yeah, I can see myself doing this a lot. Yeah. So when it like, do you remember like when that happened for you? Like when did that like competitiveness was like, yeah, I can see myself competing as much as as much as I possibly can. You know, I don't know. Probably uh, when I was a 
blue belt. So uh, the first gym I started at uh, was uh, Lions Roar Street Martial Arts and and Centerline. Uh, okay. I trained there for like two years, and you know I you know I got my blue belt there, and I competed once at white belt, and I don't think I competed again until I I don't know I competed twice when I belonged to that gym. Yeah, so I I don't know I I guess I've kind of always had that like uh, that like competition bug mm-hmm. like i've always wanted to like you know it feels good to you know roll in the gym and and know where you're at but it's something completely different to go out there you know and see where you stack up against you know other guys in the area or even you know other guys in the the, the, the state or you know the country you know it's just like you for me i want to know that my jujitsu is like like rock solid so mm-hmm. there's no better way to do that then to you know get out on the competition mats and you know see what you can do i i totally agree like i 100 percent agree with that because yeah you know you train with your you know your your teammates two three four times a week so you kind of you know you kind of know what to expect what or they know what to expect from you but yeah once you get into that that competition scene and you're going against a complete stranger it's like yeah now it's time to really show what what this is all about yeah. So, yeah. So I, I definitely, definitely agree with that. So, sure. um, I guess I kind of touched on it, but when was that? Like, do you remember the moment that you like fell in love with jujitsu? Oh, my first class. Oh, really? Yeah, first class. Yeah. So my my brother he uh, started training maybe like a month or two uh, before I did. And, you know, he kept telling me, you know, you gotta come out you know to the gym and and try this jiu-jitsu thing i was like okay you know at at that point i didn't know anything about jiu-jitsu like i had seen you know anderson silva do triangle chokes in like in the ufc and that's pretty much all i knew right i think i tried to go for a triangle my first class but uh you know i got out there it was uh my brother and then the instructor uh sean fouts uh and uh he basically beat my butt for like an hour straight and i was like man this is incredible like i i, I gotta keep doing this i love it like, that was the, the strangest thing but like that moment i was like no this is this is for me this is for me 100 percent." definitely definitely like um it was i wouldn't say white belt but like i guess like halfway through white belt i was like okay this is pretty cool this is mm-hmm. this is pretty dope but I think, yeah, a little bit like Blue Belt era when it was like I got into like teaching and I was really training like five days a week. And I was like, yeah, this is this is it. Like, I don't want to do nothing else. Yeah. And now being a brown belt is like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This thing is cemented at this point. Yeah. So like it's too deep in the game to turn back now. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> It, yeah, you you're way too deep. Like you're at the finish line at this point. Like yeah. it's just another two, maybe three years, depending on how much you train. But right, that's right. it. Like you're at the end. Like you at the end. You can't you can't stop now. Mm-hmm. So with you know, like so during your journey, you being a brown belt um, as well. Like what has been like your like you know you know obviously white belt has been your struggle, but like a more on a personal level like. What's been your toughest like belt rank? Toughest belt rank. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would probably say uh let's see. I would probably say my blue belt 
mm-hmm. was like the toughest. Uh, I had a lot of like good learning experience, like tough, tough lessons, but like good learning experiences. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I had a couple competitions, you know, I was trying to compete a lot, you know, when I was a blue belt and I ended up losing a lot too. But uh, like it was, you know, against good guys and guys that beat me multiple times. So like it kind of like it had to uh, force me to sharpen my, my mindset, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, take losses as, you know, not take failure as, uh, you know, fatal or, or final. But, you know, keep pushing, keep, you know, trying to find ways to improve and to change your game, not keep doing the same thing over and over again. So right. that was kind of uh, one aspect that made my blue belt tough. Also, like another thing was uh, I... Uh, you know what? I think this might have been right when I got my purple. I uh, I, I tore my uh, MCL, mm. so I, you know, I was just in practice one night, and you know, I just heard a loud pop, and I was like, "Oh, I know that's gonna be bad." <laughs> <laughs> I was like at the end of, at the end of class too, and it was like uh, like two two rounds left. We were just you know doing doing rolling, and uh, you know it didn't feel too bad the last two rounds and then i sat and i got cold afterwards you know just mm. kind of taking it at an open mat and uh i went to go stand up and i couldn't bend my leg and i was like yeah this is this is gonna be bad so oh, i ended up taking uh i think four months off at that point and mm-hmm. you know it was it was really really rough you know i tried to come into the gym a little bit but i'm the kind of person where if i'm if i'm there i need to be doing something i want to be doing something so yeah. like i know i hear people say all the time you know if you're injured, you know, you still come to the gym and, you know, uh, you know, try to learn. And, and that's good. Like, I, I don't uh, I'm not knocking that at all. But for me, it's just like that ache is like if I if I'm there, I want to be on the mats doing something. And I know I can't. So it's just not the same. You know, it's, it's not. So. And that was going to be like my question. Like, what was like the hardest news? Like the fact that you're going to be out for that long time or just the thought of like, damn, I'm not going to be training for X amount of time. Yeah, I think it's just that daily, like, you know, I I want to get out there and do it, but physically I can't. And I know right. if I get out there and, and try to get on the mats and do something, I'm going to end up hurting myself worse and have to take more time off. So it's like, you know, it's just that constant thing in your mind. It's like, all right, am I am I good yet? Am I healed up yet? You know, try to bend my knee. Nope. All right, I need a couple more, you know, some more time off. So <laughs> I'll try again another hour or so, see what happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is, you know, that, that never-ending hope, you know. <laughs> right. But, like, I've never, like, I've never suffered, you know, thankfully, I've never suffered any, like, major injuries like that training. Yeah, but, praise God. It's good. But, like, during, like, my blue belt, when I was really training, like, almost, like, every day, like, I did pull, like, a muscle real bad in my back. <laughs> And to the point where, like, I I was, like, my back was, like, stiff as a board. And, you know, I went to the hospital, and they're asking me, like, okay, like, you know, what do you do? Because you're, like, you know, you you don't look, you're not too big, so, you know, they're trying to, like, rule out everything. So, they they were, like, what do you do? I was, like, well, I work in retail, so I'm standing all day, and I also train, you know, martial arts. And he was, like, oh, okay, so what do you do? And I was, like, you know, I do jujitsu. And, you know, had to explain to her a little bit on what that was. So, she was, like, oh, okay, okay, whatever. So she's like, well, they did the x-rays. They're like, well, we don't see any, you know, tears. It's probably just, you know, muscle spasms from, you know, you're, you're using your body a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she was like, you know, well, maybe you can take a break. And I, and I sat there and I looked at my wife and I looked over. I said, I don't, I don't think I can take work off like that because I just started. And they both looked at me and it was like, no, we're talking about training. I was like, oh, 
So I'm like, nah. Like my wife was pissed at me, but I'm like, I can't help it. I, I tried like that first day, like, you know, class was coming up and I was like, you know what? I'ma listen, I'm gonna take the day off. But at the whole time I was home, I was watching my clock. I'm yeah. like, if I can leave right now, I can make it to class. <laughs> 30 minutes ago, yeah. like, okay, warm-ups are probably done, so I could just probably just come in, just get a stretch in, and at least watch technique. But I was like, no, if I go yeah. in and watch technique, if somebody doing it wrong, I'd be wanting to help, so I'm going to get out there. And my wife was like, <laughs> sit down. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep you in check. You yeah. me, man, you got to, dude, because like, yeah. when it comes to jiu-jitsu, man, it's, I'm, I, I would do this 24-7 if I could. Yeah. So like, It's I, addictive. It's man. addicting. It's, it's so addicting, man. So how have like, you know, you, you know, you've been training for a long time. Like, how have jujitsu impacted your personal life, like off the mats? So it just meeting people, I feel like that's the biggest aspect where it's, uh, you know, affected my life. And, you know, just meeting people that I, I normally, uh, you know, do like work experience or just hang out with other friends I, I never would have met. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, great, great people. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, if I had, you know, it, take it up, you know, if I was in like school, like, you know, college or, you know, high school or whatever, and, you know, you see these people, some of these people, you know, you wouldn't go out of your way to, to talk to them, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you see them at the gym and then, you know, jujitsu context and, you, you know, get to roll with them. And it's like, well, you know, we're basically friends now, even though we just met, we just tried to beat each other up for, you know, you know, five, six minutes or whatever. <laughs> And I feel like even though, you know, I haven't actually held a conversation with you, like I know you a little bit. Right. So it's like, you know, and we automatically share that that common ground. And it's like, man, this is like, you know, a really cool person. Like, you know, it's helped me to kind of, uh, you know, not that I really do this, you know, too too often, but kind of dismiss like any kind of like preconceived notions that I have about anybody because you don't you don't know anybody. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, just, to, you know, not not hold any kind of, you know, thoughts about, you know, this person or, you know who they might be or, you know, you know, any, any kind of that, you know, ideas like that and just, you know, actually, you know, get to know them before you, before you get to know them, <laughs> you yeah, know, definitely. I don't know if that makes sense. I probably explained that really bad. But. No, no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Cause you know, you, 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 yeah, you always have like some kind of like, con- like, you know, misconception of someone, you know, when you first meet them, but right. it's just something about like, yeah, you don't know this person from a can of paint. But me and you just right. try to kill yeah. each other, for, like you said, for five, ten minutes. And now we're best friends. Like, hey, I don't even yeah. remember your name, but we family now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, thank you, stranger, for trying to kill me. And then, you know, you yeah. guys are best friends. But right. it's crazy. You know, it works like that. Like, you know, me, because, like, you know, the school I train at, you know, we're a small school. We don't have, like, you know, we may, you know, maybe a good 10 to 12 students maybe on a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all family. Like, we're all family. Yeah. Like, I hang out with, like, I talk and hang out with, like, the main core people every single day. Right, right. Like, I like it's it's so crazy. Like, you get, you grow so attached to these people. Because, mm-hmm. well, yeah, because granted, it's like, it's almost like a work family. Like, you see them more than your family at home. But uh, it's something about, yeah. like, jujitsu is like, they know me. Yeah. They understand me. <laughs> yeah. Like they lock themselves in a padded room and put on like murder clothes and we try to commit <laughs> like commit crimes and we go home and we laugh about it. Yeah. 
Like that's just it's, it's it's weird to explain that to people, but like yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is. It's it's the hardest thing in the world to explain to somebody. Like yeah. you know, when I try to like talk to my coworkers about this, they're just like, yeah, you know, I I hear what you're saying, but I still don't get it. It's like you know, I you would have to come to the gym and we would have to roll and you'd have to experience it for yourself and then you'd understand. Yeah. But to me, yeah. just talking about it, it's not going to get through. You have to feel it. Yeah. So you you have to. You have to feel it. Because, yeah, yeah. That, that same thing. Like, when I, you know, if I'm out or, yeah, like, when I meet new people and I find out somehow I, you know, train jujitsu, and they'd be like, oh, you know, what's that? Typically, people think, you know, when you, sit, when you hear a name like that and you think the word martial art, everyone thinks like, oh, like karate and stuff? Yep. Be like no <laughs> not quite oh so what is it then ah i i just can't tell you <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not like a it's not like a secret society thing it's just like you can't explain it yeah and even if you like then you would feel weird like okay let me just show you like you can't perform a move on them because that's right. a no-no but you can't show yeah. them a video because to them it just like two men in pajamas rolling on top of each other Right, and right. To us, it's like, oh no, nah, this dude is going in for the kill. So yeah. I just be like, um, we just, I was like, joint manipulation and strangulation. I just leave it at yeah. that. Like we choke and break limbs. That's, that's, that's pretty the good. Best way I can explain it. Yeah. And they be like, I like. Oh, I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, I can't explain techniques to you. I can't, you know, can't like demonstrate on you. If it was like karate mm-hmm. or some like some form of a striking martial art. Yeah, I can do a couple moves to show you what we learned, but right. I can't just walk up on a random street like, yeah, I do jujitsu. Like, oh, what's that? Let me show you. And just choke this person unconscious. Like, you can't. <laughs> as, right. as, as fun as that would sound, but like, yeah, you, you can't do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's funny, man. I feel like that, for me, like the simplest way to explain it, it's still very surfacey and they probably won't get it. But I ask them if they, they've ever seen like collegiate wrestling, like, you know, or like Olympic wrestling. And they say, yeah. And I said, well, it's kind of like that. But you add in submission. So just like you said, you know, you can, you know, manipulate the joints, attack, hyperextend the joints, and then you can strangle people. You can choke them. And they're yeah. just like, whoa. So that sounds like very violent. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. But, you know, again, you'd have to experience it to understand. Like, we're not out here just, like, injuring people every day. Yeah. Like, you know, taking care of our training partners. But we're going hard, too. Because you can do that in jujitsu, and that was and you, you beat me to it. And I was you know, <laughs> someone who has experience in like you know in in martial arts. I'm I'm trying to think of like I don't because I don't want to bash other martial arts because that's right. that's not what I do. Like I love all forms of martial arts, but you know I do jujitsu. But mm-hmm. it seems like to me, j- like jujitsu is kind of like maybe the the only martial art I can like think of that you can go full force to really learn it like you can't go full force and kick somebody in the face right like you can't go for like full force and throw you know throw a body punch or throw a liver kick or anything like that because you can you know seriously do harm granted you can you can do that in jujitsu but you it's a throttle there like you can speed up or slow down you have to be able to throw like a punch at some point at full speed to know how to throw a punch or how to throw a kick with right. jiu-jitsu is like okay we're going to teach you just at the edge but just know if you go a little further something will break right yeah and 
Like, yeah, because me and my instructor was talking about that because um, we had a student comes in that came in and he was like, you know, like, have you have you learned anything? And he was like, well, yeah, I learned a little Krav Maga. And I'm like, how do you like that's one that's one martial art. I'm like, how do you fully like practice Krav Maga because of the nature of the martial art? But right. Yeah. But that's a just a whole nother no other anything. But um, yeah. I feel like the uh, kind of the magic behind like why you can, you know, train jujitsu so hard and, you know, still for for the large part for the majority of people, you know, remain unharmed, uninjured is one. I mean, like the, the ability to, you know, tap out, like, of course, you know, at any time, you know, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling too much pressure, if, you know, something's starting to hurt and you don't know if it's actual submission, but you're feeling pain, you can always tap out and your partner's going to stop, right? Mm-hmm. And two, there's like that, like that, like the pain threshold or right. like, you know, the threshold, you know, when you're getting choked unconscious, like you can feel yourself starting to go out and you're still conscious enough to, you know, tap on your partner or tap the mat, you know, and, and they'll stop and let go. But, you know, if somebody's like punch you in the, in the face, there's no threshold there. It's just like, <laughs> bang, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm unconscious, bang, I'm in the hospital. Like, you know, it's, there's no there's no threshold there there's no you know gradient it's just black and white which yeah. you know you can respect that too in other regards you know when you have to throw hands you know that's a great option but you know so is jujitsu on the other hand and i think it's 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 more humble to be like okay i got put to sleep by a choke or i got subdued but you know i got hurt but i'm not like you know injured to the point where i'm like laying up in the hospital Right. It's something about that where it's like, dang, that that was crazy. Yeah, and there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah, it's like okay, because you like you see the videos where like the you know someone would come out from the street, the gym, you know, trying to be a bully, and the instructor grabs like the smallest person in the classroom. Yeah, it was like handle that. And it's like <laughs> a five year old just manhandling this like six two bodybuilder, and they're like, what the fuck happened? So, yeah, like you got controlled and you felt helpless, and now you're humble. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? He'll be back for class tomorrow. <laughs> so, it's it's very humbling for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, sure, man. Do um. So your the school that you train at now currently is it a is it a big school or? I'd say we're we're getting to be like a bigger school. So I mean, people are you know coming in every day, new students and and signing up, and it seems like for the most part they're uh, very, very passionate about about learning jujitsu, which is cool. And it kind of for the guys that have been you know the guys and girls that have been training for a long time, you know they don't ever lose that that uh, the passion, but you know the fire kind of dims down a little bit and it just becomes routine. You know, and sometimes when you get new people in the door that that push you it's like oh man okay like i i'm really i'm really liking this again you know yeah. but uh yeah it's a it's a i'd say like a, a medium-sized school um we got a good uh core of people that train on the regular and then a good crop of uh people that like to compete too mm-hmm. so it's uh it's really really cool and we're all you know helping to push each other and stay motivated and continue to to learn and push ourselves past our limits and stuff like that so it's a, a really great school. I, you know, I, I've been to a lot of other gyms around, and I'm not knocking anybody, but I love, I love, I love training at Voyage Martial Arts, and I love the people there. So, 
yeah from from your post and your your video i could definitely tell like i could definitely tell the it's a it's a good vibe there at that school yeah so do yeah. you so do y'all have um like do y'all have like a separate program for like com- like people who want to compete versus people who just want to train or is it just like one big class that y'all have so like the adult classes throughout the week uh you know we have you know adult classes every day and then you know open mats on friday and then uh so mondays tuesdays and wednesdays after the adult class um we have competition classes for people that are interested in competition and you don't actually have to be a competitor to jump in the class but it's going to be a different pace than the adult class mm. like and there won't be you know hardly any instruction uh, there's a lot of drilling and a lot of rolling a lot of situational you know things and um a lot of high intensity rolling so it's not for everybody you know especially if you know it's your first first week or first day <laughs> you just have to jump in we've had people do that and you know like some some of the some of the guys and girls you know to their credit they make it through and it's like all right well good on you but you know you might not know enough to really be effective in this class to really get the most out of it that you can so um don't discourage people from trying the competition class but i tried to encourage them to build a, a good foundation you know and bill and jay they do the same thing the coaches there uh they try to encourage people to build up a good foundation before you jump into the comp class because you know it's like you're getting thrown into the the, the hurricane to that you know mm-hmm. to the mayhem so welcome to the madness you know definitely but yeah and it's crazy um like some of the people that uh, I've talked to um, on Facebook and or I've seen mm-hmm. like people post about like schools and it's it's crazy to to know that there's a lot of like jujitsu schools that competing is like a requirement. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard that. Really? Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, wait a minute. It's required for you to compete. And cause it's uh there there was a white there were, I think they were like a white belt or something of the sort, mm-hmm. and they were like yeah um I've been training for X you know X amount of time and I you know found out that I have to compete and my you know my instructor signed me up for this tournament I, that that I know I'm not ready for but he said it's a requirement so I have to do it what should I do <laughs> uh, find another school like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, that is so crazy and intimidating to think that there, you know, there are schools that function that way. Right. And because, like, you know, our school, we're not a, we're not a competition school. We're, you know, we're purely a martial art school. Mm-hmm. It's not frowned upon if we want to, if, if we want to compete or not, because I, you know, just threw my hat into the ring of, you know, competing. I right. have uh, two other, you know, tr- we have two other uh, guys that, um, are MMA fighters. So everyone is welcome, but everyone is, you know, but no one is pressured either. It's like, Hey, you want to come and learn the martial art? Come on. Right. If you want to learn something else, we will try to accommodate that, you know, accommodate that too. But yeah, nothing is like, cause we had people that came in. It was like, do y'all compete or do y'all do anything? Is that a requirement here? And we're like, Jeez. no, we no, like, yeah. no, that's just that's just so weird to me but you know i guess to like to each his own yeah yeah that's pretty wild i've never heard that before to compete that's a requirement to belong to the school that's wild man yeah and but you know i i mean i can't say because i don't you know i'm not 
I, you know, I don't, I haven't been to any other schools like that, but right. you know, those, I'm, you know, I'd be curious about that. Like the high competitive, you know, schools, it's like, you know, yeah, that's strictly like competitive jujitsu. Like what is your curriculum for people who wants to just get in shape? The people who just want to learn the martial art or, or whatever the case may be. Is it something different? Do you like shun these people away? Like so many mm. questions, like so many questions. Seriously. Uh, especially because I feel like, Competition is so, at least for me, it's so anxiety-inducing. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, like I, I try to compete as much as possible, and, and I've competed a lot. But still, every time I register for a tournament, my heart starts pounding. Every yeah. time I think about it up until the time I step on the mat, my heart is pounding, you know? So, like, to put that on somebody who's, you know, only been training for, like, you know, three weeks or you know three months like that's first, like, first like yeah that's like man it's like well i don't know that's wild that, that blew my mind right there yeah but but you like think about like you know like i was talking to another guest um a couple uh, um like the i think the episode before this and we were talking about like when kids compete because like in my my daughter she just started um her you know training jujitsu uh like last month Mm-hmm. So you know, she's like, is, is is she gonna compete too? And I was like, I don't know. If she like, if she wants to try it, you know, I'm gonna you know encourage her to do so, but I'm not gonna push it on her. Right. But right, like right. you know, like when you go to these tournaments, you've been a, obviously been to a quite a few. Like you see these kids there. You have some kids that's like, oh, I want to do this. Like let let yep. like, let me off the chain. But do you have those kids? It's like, why am I here? Right. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, the parents be on the side like, you go get him, you go get him. And they're, they're fighting for grips. They're crying, turning red, freaking out. And it's yeah. just like, what is going on here, man? Like, what is what is this? Yeah. But, like, I've, I've you know, competed in one, but I've been to a couple. And I, that's the main thing you see is, like, kids. Yeah. Like, 90% of them are, like, on the sideline crying. Because yeah, they either got slammed wrong, uh, no, they got caught in something, or they just don't want to be there. Right. Yeah, that's that's like like that's madness. But, I mean, it's, yeah. You said what? I said it's. It, I feel like it's tough to deal with, like you know, like lo- losing and and I guess failure, if you can call it that. You know, at that at that age, you know, when you're a little kid, it's like, you know, oh, I I I suck. You know, people. You know, I still feel that way when you know. I'm, 30, 33 years old, you know, when I lose, it's like, oh man, is this really for me? Like, but, <laughs> but like, you know, to, as a kid, it's like amplified, you know, because you, know, yeah. you feel like you let your parents down or whatever. And it's just like, you know, you're embarrassed and, and all that. But, uh, I don't know, like kids are, I, I love watching the kids compete. I feel like I learned so much. Yeah. And two, a lot of the kids matches, like they are way more exciting than the adult matches. Yeah. Like these kids, like, they don't stop moving. They're going for it. They're taking down. They're passing the guard. They're sweeping. It's just like it's. Some of those matches are, are wild. And it's like I get so hyped up watching the kids' matches, man. And I feel like it. It kind of like fuels me. It's like all right, well, you know, I, I don't want to stall. I want to move around, you know, constantly. I want to, you know, create these angles and all this kind of stuff. And like it's, I don't know. You can learn a lot from watching anybody, but the kids' matches. Some of those matches are real lit, you know. Yeah, like I highly, if you know, if anyone listens to this who's not in, like who haven't done jujitsu, like there, there are tournaments all over the place. Like yeah. you can easily go find a tournament in your city 
the most you probably pay is like 15 bucks for entry just go. Right, uh, spectator yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. As a spectator just go obviously you yeah. know it's it's the kids you know they're there is so many of them so they're like usually first so they're like you know nine ten in the morning sometimes earlier depending but you go watch these kids roll it's like it's it's mind-blowing like you yeah. said like you get more excitement watching these kids than the actual adults it's inspiring man it's it's very it's very inspiring because like because like, like uh, this one um this one like in-house tournament i went to and i'm sitting on the sideline and like you can tell which family or which kid is like really really into it right it's like they're on the match they're drilling they're you know they're going over techniques and everything else but you got the other kids just running around it's like okay that kid's gonna get <laughs> destroyed that kid is gonna be a monster I don't even right, know if right. this kid is even going to get on the mats because he's just like yeah. not into it. But like it was just one particular girl, and she, I mean, she had to be like about five, like about six or seven, give or take. Small, mm. skinny little girl. Like her gi was like twice her size type deal. <laughs> and she's like she's standing there, and she's like just you know on in her own world, little pink vibrant gi. And I'm just sitting there looking like, what is she doing? Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm getting nervous just like waiting for her to go up there. They called her name. She steps up. You know, she shook the judge's hand. She shook the ref's hand. She shook the uh, you know the opponent instructor's hand. And as soon as the slap and bump happened, something switched, and she was an absolute nightmare. Jeez, man. The I mean, from like it was literally quick. It it was like a quick, like. Double leg takedown, straight to side to an armbar. Yep. And I was like, "Oh my damn! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh my god! Like that was it was the most craziest thing I ever saw. Right. And I literally was watching her the whole entire whole entire tournament. Like she, I, no, did she win? No, no, I don't think she. I, I'm not sure. If she won or not, because by the time they got like later in the rounds, my well, one of my training partners was uh was starting, so I didn't really get to okay. finish. But it was just like, what's her Instagram? Like I need to follow her. Like, I need to follow <laughs> what this little girl do. Because it was gonna be a legend when she gets older, man. man I'm, I'm 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 hoping. I am so hoping that to this day this girl is still training. Right. Because what she did was like it was it was you know it was, you can tell it was like it was drilled step by step. But it was just like so fluent, and the and the little boy that she was rolling with was not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, man. I help I help out with the kids' class at the at the gym, and you know it's like it's it's interesting to see like you know after a while, of course, you know when they first learn their moves, like they're really thinking about it, and you have to you know get them back on focus, back on you know track of you know what the move is supposed to be. But mm-hmm. you see them do it like during live training, during rolling. Or even out on the competition mats, and it's like there's no thought. It's just like action. Yeah. They just like it's like it's a part of their. It's like breathing for them, and that's when it's just like wow. You know, they one they get it, and two, that was incredible. Like I, to be honest, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's so cool to see, and you know, it's again like some of the kids that you know you're, they you know don't seem that you know athletic, but you know after a couple months of training they're they're hitting these moves consistently and you're just like so impressed and so yeah. so proud of them you know yeah it's just it's really cool to see really cool to see because um because 
like I was helping teach kids class, um, like back when I was like a mid blue belt. <clears throat> so you know, yeah, I've seen kids, you know, come and go, and um, after a while, it was like maybe like one or two kids, and then we just like kind of cut kids class all together. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then as of recently, you know, we uh, got kids class back, and by this time, my daughter was old enough to join class, and so I asked her, I was like, you know, you want you want to join class? And she was like, yeah. But it was like no thought until she was like, yeah, because she already like enjoys like coming to class with me because she likes to be under me. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't actually expecting her to actually like enjoy coming to class, right? Cause like, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just doing it because I'm here, blah, blah, blah. But her first day, um, got her, you know, got her a gi and everything else. And she sat down and she was like in the zone. We were going over like principles and, you know, and things, you know, snakes or shrimps, we know some schools call them. And <laughs> she caught on to them. And it got to the point like now, you know, by the time I get home from work, she'd be, you know, she'll be home from school. She'd be waiting at the door. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, we going to class today? I'm like, yeah, baby, we going to class today. And I'll come in the house and she will follow me in the house to make sure I don't leave her. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave you. Like, we're going to class. Okay, okay. Or the other day, like, dad, it's, today's Monday, right? Like, yeah. So that means tomorrow is Tuesday. Yep. So that means we're going to class tomorrow, right? I'm like, yeah, we're going, we going to class, baby. We're going to class. So... But yeah, man, just seeing her just like blossom to like this this little monster that she's becoming because she's grasping on to like, you know, takedowns and snakes and we haven't necessarily gotten to submissions with her just yet because, you know, mm -hmm. we're just trying to get them used to moving on the ground and things of, you know, things of that nature. But man, it's like another couple months. Yeah, she's gonna be nice. I'm not just saying this because she's my kid, but I'm just saying right, in the right. sense of like she's very, very smart. Yeah, very, very intelligent. But I and also it it definitely did help her confidence a lot too. Yeah, it, for sure. It, like you know, a lot of people put their kids in martial arts for a confidence booster, and I am like a million percent all for it. Yeah, like if you can get your kids signed up into whatever, hell, get them signed up into jujitsu. You know. The school, you know, Voyage Martial Arts definitely always accepting students. H2O Martial Arts in Oak Park is definitely always accepting students, too. But, yeah, I, I definitely, definitely highly recommend that you get your, you know, you get kids into get into it and get to it, like, early. And yeah, watch, and sure. watch like your Like, watch your kid, like, change. Like, yep. you know, it's a, it's a mental game. So you have to focus. You have to learn. And this is one of those things where, like, you get out what you put in. So Yeah, you do, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely, definitely, That's, definitely, definitely encourage it. But does, um, It helps that uh, center blood, too, right? Her daddy's a, black, uh, a brown belt, so she got the bug already. Man, she, she got it, dude. She got it because what really, I think what really, like, set, like, what really got to her was, um, I think I was like I think I just got my fourth stripe on my uh my belt and my my daughter was like, Oh, you know, you're you got a purple belt. I was like, Yeah. She said, Well well I got only got a white belt. I was like, Well, you know, you'll work you'll get to it. You'll get to a brown belt. I mean you'll get to a purple belt or whatever. And she's like, Yeah, because I really want a purple belt. 
And then my instructor was like, kind of like walking past, and he said it like fast, like he's not gonna be a you know purple belt for long. And mm. you know, my my daughter was like, huh? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be tested for my brown belt, which is the next belt. And her face just like lit up. She's like, you get another one? I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I want all of them. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I was like you, you gotta work for it. And she's just like. Yeah, cause I I want one. Um, <laughs> you know, a couple classes later, she got her first stripe, and that was it, bro. She was like, uh, that belt, like she just got a black. She's like, hey, look, I got a stripe. I was like, yeah, I was there. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna get a purple belt soon. I was like, keep going, but yeah. it's it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, def- definitely definitely fun to see see kids grow i mean you it's, it's fun to see a lot of people grow in um in jujitsu but especially like kids <laughs> especially especially kids. Yeah. so back you know back to you know you, you competing and like you know just your average training like do you kind of keep that same pace or regimen that you follow when it's time to do your like when you time for like for competition or do you kind of like switch it up depending like how how far out the tournament is so i kind of like train uh the same way uh you know whether i'm competing or not i always try to like train like um like i have a competition at the end of the week like every every week that's that's kind of how i train and uh i kind of did this like uh it wasn't on purpose i was just like I, i just wanted to you know stay in competition shape but uh we had a a seminar uh a year ago about a year ago, and Colabate uh, from uh, Atos came and, and did a sem- seminar at our gym. Mm. And uh, somebody asked him a question about like, you know, how do, what do you do to stay in competition shape and like your mindset and all that. And he's just like, you know, well, the biggest thing is I'm I'm always in competition shape. I don't do camps. I'm always training for competition because you know, one that guy competes like crazy often. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously he's one of the, the best guys in the world, even at a, a young age. Mm-hmm. But uh, like that kind of like clicked with me. And I was just like, I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, I kind of trained as, you know, like every day, you know, with the, the mindset of, of, you know, competing. But like to actually, I don't know, to to hear somebody else say it kind of just like made something click in my mind where it's like, oh, I need to do this instead of thinking about getting ready for competitions always be ready to compete yeah. always be ready to go at any time like yeah. you know on site just be ready because you never know when you know somebody's gonna you know call you or message you and be like hey you want to jump in this tournament and you know if you decide to say yes you don't have to worry about oh man i need to you know get in shape you know the, the biggest thing you have to worry about is all right do i have to cut weight do i you know am i am i good on that which is you know a different a different you know a different battle in and of itself but right. just being competition ready one in your mindset and two like your you know physical your stamina like your you know techniques that you're working on you know that kind of thing like just always being being ready to to pull the trigger whenever i feel like that's that's a, a good thing rather than having camps to prepare right you know right so if, if you want to be you know competitive like that but right right of course of course and you know, like when I got, you know, when I got my brown belt and um, I was like, you know, I'm always promoting that, you know, I, you know, I want to like take privates or like start kind of like building my own clientele of students because eventually I would like to open my own school. 
and you know me being an artist and you know yeah even you being an artist as well like these are one of those things where you kind of have to show you can do it yeah because you can't walk up to somebody like yeah you know i'm a rapper or i'm you know i make music or i do a martial art hey come listen to me or or hey come train with me they'd be like like you got anything out like you (laughs) yeah like what's what's your credentials like but you know well I ain't got nothing right now, but I'm hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, you know, I, I, ain't got yeah. no, I ain't got no school or no students or nothing, but come check me out. People are like, man, fuck out of here. That's that gas station hustle, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, just, just five dollars, man. I come show you. Like, I got my cardboard right here. I show you a couple techniques, man. Just, just go try it. But, yeah. but it'd be like that. But you know, I told myself, like, you know, you know, I have to think of it in the artist form. Like, if people want to take me serious. I need to show them that I have the credentials to back it up, mm-hmm. you know, not to just to prove a point, but just like, yeah, this is the stuff that I do. This is the stuff that helped me. But, you know, I've been posting a lot about like my weight loss and, you know, me constantly training. So people are getting like a little bit of interest in it, but like, right. it's just like, I really want them to show like, look, dude, if I can do it, you know, obviously you can do it and whatever the case may be. So I was I signed up. Well, not I have haven't signed up yet, but because I don't think the registration opened. But there's a tournament in January. Okay. Um, that's coming up, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna sign up for that, and you know, it'll be lately my first, well, my second tournament, but my first tournament at Brown Belt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be another level. Yeah. I need to kick it up. Yeah. And I just been. It's like as soon as I said that to myself. I just been on it, man. Like yeah. making sure I'm not missing class. I'm at the gym. You know, I'm at like Planet Fitness three days a week. I'm training three days a week. We got open mats on Sunday. And I'm just going. I'm like, dude, this is not healthy, but I love it. Like, <laughs> like I love it. Like this is It isn't, it isn't. Yeah. Right, it is, but it isn't. Like, yeah, you get in shape, but like, dude, slow down. You're not young. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you're, you're, like you're in the mid 30s bro you gotta slow down yeah <laughs> oh, yeah man it's like i i because you know well, you know because i don't like i don't want my first my, my i don't want my next experience at a tournament to go like the first one did but granted the guy i fought was like freaking hum- humongous of a of a person but it was still fun nonetheless but i was like yeah i was heavier than what i was now because i think when i did the tournament i was like too Oh, like two forty five ish. So I was like super heavy. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, well, you know, with tournaments, like you they'll have ten, twelve people sign up, but only five show up. Yeah. So it was just like the two people the two heaviest people. So he was like us two ultra ultra heavyweights had a little bracket, then the super heavy had a bracket, and I think like the mid or light had a bracket. So it was just literally just me and him. Mm-hmm. And this dude was strong. Yeah. Like he was freakishly strong. Like nothing I, I couldn't get no underhooks. I couldn't get nothing under him. He just like just walked through me. I was like, Yeah, for one, that's not happening again. And two, <laughs> I gotta drop this weight down so I don't have to fight no, <laughs> no fight no super heavies anymore, man. Like that's yeah. that's dead, dude. Like can't do yeah. that no more. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, jujitsu makes you recognize all that stuff. It's like all right, you know, I'm I'm tough, but maybe this weight class this division isn't the one for me <laughs> i might try to do this one over here you know let me kind of pick a fight with the smaller guys i might have a i might have a better chance <laughs> yeah 
But, I mean, that's all part of strategy, too, you know? Yeah, got to, man. You know, you got to find your lane, man. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's man, funny. Yeah. That's, that's funny, man. But, um, but is there anything else, man? If you had any questions for me or if there anything that you're working on, hopefully I can get this out episode out before whatever you're working on releases. But yeah, man, if there's, if you want to, you know, I meant to do this the other day with the other students too, but if you want to plug your school, man, um, give a little bit more history about that or whatever you're working on before we sign off. Uh, yeah, well, I, I do want to say a uh, huge shout out to Voyage Martial Arts, to Bill Conkle and Jason Wilhelmson and everybody else at the gym. Um, love those guys. I respect everybody there. And uh, yeah, it's, to me, well, uh, probably my favorite place to be in the world is at the gym with these guys, you know, Definitely. just getting it in. So a uh, huge shout out to them. Um, as far as stuff that I'm working on, I so I, I did drop a, a jujitsu rap album in uh, December of 2021. So uh, it's called the, the Gift Rap Volume 1. You know, it's available on Spotify, on Apple Music, basically you know, anywhere you can download and stream music. You'll be able to find it there under my artist name, Lyrical, L-E-A-R-Y-C-A-L. So, um, and shout out to uh, Steve Smallridge, Stevie uh, Small uh, Starlight for giving me that nickname. That's awesome. <laughs> I, okay. I, yeah, yeah I, was, I was just releasing music on like YouTube, just like, you know, doing like covers and stuff like that on, on YouTube. And he's like, he's like, dude, you need a rap name. I'm just like, oh, I'll just use my, you know, my, my given, my government name. And he's just like, nah, he's like, you should call yourself lyrical. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm mad at you right now. Cause I didn't think of that first. Like why it was right there the whole time. I didn't think of it. I was just like, man, I love you for that one. But, but yeah, so uh shout out to him. Um, I am planning on releasing uh, a, a volume two, a second album. And right now I'm working on that. I'm kind of just compiling tracks and continue to uh, write, you know, all the stuff that goes on into that and just conceptualizing, you know, I guess what it's going to look like uh, for the, for the second album. But yeah, uh, if you guys, uh, anybody that's you know listening, if you want to check that out, if you haven't already, uh, like I said, it's available on Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. Uh, you can check my Instagram, follow me on Instagram at lyrical89 or at for the art BJJ. So for the art BJJ is where I post all my memes. That's strictly jujitsu. Uh, the other Instagram is you know my my music and all that stuff. So they blend occasionally, you know. It's, it's life they blend but but yeah you can uh, check me out there um and uh yeah that's pretty much pretty much all i got oh uh i am doing a tournament not a tournament but it's a super fight show a really cool thing like for like the you know detroit metro area uh grapple in the temple three so that'd be uh at the masonic temple in the detroit masonic temple yeah yeah. yeah yeah i missed the last one i missed Dude, the last man. one that is an incredible show. Like I, I've been to all three. I watched the first one in person, live in person. Uh, I had one of my, my one of my teammates, Alex Alexander. He was competing in it, and uh, you know, I, I, I was there just being in the atmosphere and feeling the energy and just you know watching like good jujitsu. Like, dude, it was incredible. I was like, man, I want to, I want to be on this. I want to be on the next one. So uh, you know, I, when they had it uh, last last year. Yeah, I jumped in the qualifier and, uh, you know, I actually didn't uh, qualify to make it on the show, but I got invited on like, you know, a couple of weeks later, just, I, I don't know what happened, whether it was injuries or whatever, somebody dropped out, but I, I actually made it on the, the second show and man, it was such a cool experience to be able to 
you know, go out there on the mats in the Masonic Temple. You got huge crowd all around you. You get to walk out to, you know, the song of your choice and all that. And it's just mm. like, you, know, you got your team, like, cheering you on. You got, you know, random people you don't even know cheering you on. It's like the, the energy is, like, unmatched. You know, I haven't done anything, like, super major. Like, I've, you know, I haven't been to, you know, uh, uh, IBJJF, you know, one of the major tournaments or done, like, ADCC or anything. So I know it probably pales in comparison. But for me, like, my first time experiencing something like that. And I think that's probably one of the, the biggest things in, you know, Detroit and, you know, the Michigan area. Like it was, man, it was something else. Like I was, I can't, I can't say enough about that event, you know, uh, Fabio Lima and 313 BJJ for putting that together and, and hosting it and everything like that. That's an awesome show. But yeah, the third one is going to take place January uh 27th i believe so that'll be at the masonic temple they got tickets live up on the website and all that um grappling the temple.com i think is where you can find it so yeah that's that's the next big thing that i'm i'm looking forward to so gotcha gotcha so i don't know we might have to you know by that time we should i should definitely try to get down there maybe do some like quick interviews for the show but yeah man like i i, I seen you post about it last year and um it completely slipped my mind so i'm glad you said something now but yeah i've i've heard about it um last year like i said i looked into it and it sounded like an amazing thing but just to hear you say like you know you speak highly of it we we know this this that we need more things like that here in detroit we're just in just for yeah. in general like bringing this to the forefront and like show people like yeah there's more than just like ufc that you know people can compete in or people can you know thrive in so yeah, yeah. we're definitely gonna have to check that out man but i appreciate yeah, sure, you <clears throat> i appreciate you sharing that information man and i appreciate you coming in and uh sharing your journey with us man yeah thank you for, for giving me the platform the opportunity man i i appreciate talking with you and i definitely uh want to link up with you and, and get some training in you know, one of these one of these days in the next couple of weeks or something like that. So oh, we gotta we gotta link up, man. Most definitely, man. Like you, you know, you're not too far from me, but we would definitely make time to link up, man. But yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, that's the end of today's episode. I would, you know, like to thank my guest again, Larry Kirkland, for coming in and sharing his experience with uh with us. Uh, please go follow our Facebook and Insta uh, Instagram page to stay up to date on future episodes. Uh, this has been the Talk Your Jits podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. Oops.